And who are we? That's one secret. We'll always tell. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip Guys. Gossip Guys here, your one and only podcast delving into the scandalous lives of Manhattan's elite. And welcome to season two, episode 14 of Gossip Guys Max. Tractine Trachtenberg, part one. 17 again. Oh, no. Do you want to be 17 again, Aaron? No, no, <laughs> no. I No, I, no. I, I have to tell you, this movie resonated with me so much, I forgot I watched it this morning. So you thought you were going to have to get to 17 again, 17 again. You just, it's yeah. just, you, you, were, you fell in the wormhole. The, did you see a janitor today? <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. I saw Brian Doyle Murray walk past the house. Yeah. That would <laughs> yeah. have been great. If, uh, I mean, yeah. All the Murray siblings are magic uh, and they'll just give you all your wishes. Um, but yeah, 17 again is our, the start of our, our, our next journey. We are opening the, Pandora's box, uh, Georgina Sparks's box. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, back up. <laughs> yeah, that sounded wrong. <laughs> That's great. I'm not editing that out. No, you don't need to edit that out. Oh, I yeah. Think Georgina would appreciate that more oh, than anything. I love that. Uh, yeah, there we are. Yeah, and uh, as always, <laughs> I'm Aaron Davidian, and alongside me is Andy Green. That's me. <laughs> and this is the 2009 burr steers classic 17 again and uh we chose this one first we were gonna go sort of more in order but for some bizarre reason this was in the top 10 movies on twitter or sorry on netflix right now it was trending um which i think this is the first time i've ever like listened to those and been like oh I guess no, it, it, it was a sign. It was a sign and it was all of a sudden trending and then it popped up on Facebook. Got to watch 17 again. So I don't know. Is there like who said it on Facebook? <laughs> just a I, Netflix. It was just like oh. maybe they heard us talking about it and then it popped up just to make sure we see it. Just to, Do you think did. they only show that it's trending on our on our Netflixes? Like it's like each person has a targeted trending based on conversations that Netflix and our phones have heard. I mean, there is the recommended for you. So yeah, I think so. It could be. Well, I mean, recommended for you is one thing. These have like, you know, the little insignia on it, like top 10 or trending, you know. That's yeah, a... I, I think it follows everything. It follows you. Yeah. I mean, listen, if we're talking, you know, Matthew Perry, 17 again is going to come up. <laughs> and I listen, I realized um, after watching this, I realized what our Gossip Guys series finale should be. And we should just come full circle and do Serving Sarah. Serving Sarah. Have that... you? It's a Matthew a, a, Perry and Elizabeth Hurley. Oh God. <laughs> That's our finale. That's I don't, a, just, just, you know, just to bring it all back. We've got the most, the most anticlimactic finale. Know, just keep, keep the Matthew Perry and a gossip girl alum. And it's, it's, it's not a great movie, but here we are talking. About I mean, it's serving again. someone serving Sarah, but yeah, I guess Netflix was our magical janitor. They, they got us into this movie. They got us in. And well, the reason we're here is not because of Matthew Perry, but Michelle Trachtenberg. And I think we initially didn't choose it because we weren't sure how much of a role she was in. Not in this much. Movie, how much of a role she had. And uh, not much at the beginning, but she actually, I don't know. I, I'm glad we watched it. That's, I know you didn't like the movie. I don't think it's a great movie, but you know, I was able to find some enjoyment uh, in it. 
Um, as I tried normally, I think only Savages is the one where I just can't do it. <laughs> um, it wasn't before- awful. It wasn't awful. I just don't feel like I resonate and relate with Zac Efron at this point. And, and I, I, I text Andy this. I think I would have rather seen a Matthew Perry midlife crisis movie. And I think I just relate to that more at this age. Well, I, 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 see, I see what you're saying. Um, but I think I came away with this uh, from this movie being like, there's a reason it's Zac Efron's movie, not Matthew Perry's. And that's because Zac Efron delivered, like Zac Efron's great in this movie. He, he delivers a great performance. And he like, like he's playing a dad slash a 17 year old kid looking like Zac Efron. And I, I think it's taken me a long time to sort of realize that Zac Efron's actually sort of talented and, and like, I never watched, High School Musical. So like, he's obviously talented. He can sing and dance. Like not many people can do that and play basketball and spin basketballs on his finger like crazy. That's like his thing. But like, he's a good actor too. I think of his neighbors where he was like, comedy was like clearly his his route. And he does a lot of that here. There's a lot of awkward stuff and he get and he can get away with saying anything because he's Zac Efron, which is sort of annoying as they're like watching it. And if like, if one of us said any of the shit that he said in this movie, we'd get our ass kicked. And he does get his ass kicked, but um, that's the but thing. Yeah. That's why I, I there was a point where it's like, well, it's Zac Efron. Every girl is going to fall in love with him, <laughs> like, right? <laughs> right, but like, and and then sort of like, but thankfully it wasn't that. You know, that's like that would be really gross if the movie was about a forty-year-old man trying to hit on high schoolers in a seventeen-year-old body. Like that's gross as fuck and i'm glad it's not that i mean the girls are hitting on him and he's like telling giving the dad talks about self-respect which i think is kind of it's annoying but also funny because that is what a dad would say it's not it's not helpful uh but like i think i yeah i don't know i I enjoy zach efron he's very talented great actor uh you know they had to throw in the dancing because that was high school musical and (laughs) yeah that was the segue that was our like oh i was like oh it is high school musical here (laughs) we go Unless he and was the, great, the greatest showman. Um, yeah, no, I, I think he's, uh, yeah. I haven't I seen like, Baywatch. Was Baywatch good? Oh, I don't know. I think you just sort of watch that for the muscles, for sure. And the babes. I mean, that's all it was anyway. Um, but I don't know. I didn't see it. Uh, but maybe if we have a, that's a different podcast, I think. <laughs> uh, we need a, I need her something like that, a reason to see it. So yeah, when I, the rock shows up on the Upper East Side. Yeah. Ooh. Um, but I think we're getting a little too deep on the deep end here in 17. Again, we're, we're already, it's all coming back to us high school, but uh, we were going to do a, our favorite segment first. Hit me with it, Aaron. Spotted. Spotted, spotted, spotted. Ooh. Okay. So uh, this, this is week? the, uh, our first podcast of the new year. Oh yeah. Hap- you- well, happy new year. I mean, it's actually the first one we've recorded in the new year. Yes. <laughs> happy new year. Andy, happy new year. It's uh, no different than 2020 so far. Yeah, no surprise, but you know, it's okay. We can still rise above. We can still be hopeful. We can still fight, uh, but not each other, but that's what's happening. Anyway, Aaron, back to spotted. <laughs> so if you didn't see uh, gossip girl released the cast photos of the individual uh, regulars and uh, their names, and uh, uh, what was a verb, an adverb? An, an adjective, or, or like, I think, I mean, actually not really. Maybe it was an adverb. Yeah, like they're not all adjectives or they're actually just sort of, I think they're just words that statements. describe them. Yeah, they're sort of statement words. Yeah, power statements. I mean, power is literally one of them. 
Uh, yeah, I think it's a clue, right? And they could be red herrings, but I think it's trying to give us the the mood board. The uh, we're we're getting the pieces on the chessboard here. Where do they fit? Where, uh, who who is the queen or who is going? Who's in the fight? And I feel like it seems like they all might be in the fight because uh, it doesn't. I I mean, we'll see. I don't. It didn't. I don't get the vibe that these are minions. Um, no, but no, these are not minions at all. Um, so. But let's uh, let's start. These, are the, like, these so, are the future leaders of America. The, for better or for worse, <laughs> we'll find out when we watch the show. Uh, but these are we tweet retweeted them. They are off of Gossip Girl's Twitter. You can also find them on Instagram. And also, if you I think you just look up Gossip Girl, um, you know, new cast photos, it'll show up. But we wanted to go through one by one. So first one is Julian Calloway, and what is her word, Aaron? Influence. Influence. And she has a, I mean, I don't know if we need to describe the, the clothes only here forever, but like, I think of like one of the more interesting, uh, unique outfits. And she's also um, like, I think, I mean, influence to me, what is that? I mean, is she, I think we, we had an argument on Twitter about this, that I thought she was my vote for queen because of the attitude that I saw projected from her and the word influence I don't know if that necessarily. I, I think it. I think with that dress, I think you're onto something. And I think also, uh, the clutch or the purse is colorful. So I think there is an influence of fashion. Yes, I think. Well, and also, yeah, maybe she's not the queen, but she clearly. She, I mean, she was the first one posted, right? So like, yes. I don't know what that means because I think, but like, it could be random. It could be. I have no idea because like Emily. Lind, you know, the person we thought was the the lead and she probably still is, is like fifth posted. So I don't know. But yeah, I think maybe it's just way more of an ensemble too because it kind of is putting them all on even footings here. Um, Because it's not like any of them, their adjective is weak, you know? (laughs) Uh, So, but yeah, influence. Um, I, I like her outfit and she definitely like, I can see why she would wield influence. Um, she's, she's rocking that outfit. Uh, let's go, let's go up one. Or down one to Monet DeHaan, maybe related to Dane DeHaan, our favorite uh, Norman Osborn. <laughs> uh, or Harry Osborn, my bad. Um, but no, he's he's not as good as James Franco. Come on. Uh, but okay, what's her what's her word, Aaron? Power. Power. So Power. that to me feels like she might be the reigning queen when we start. Or is she? Or is she? She struggling for power. Ooh, is she, well, she's looking off camera. Does that mean she's already, she's already got her eye on the, like she's paranoid. She's already looking or she yeah. has her eye on the throne or is there already someone coming for her? You know, uh, that's what power is a drink <laughs> off screen, you know, <laughs> like, a, where's the waiter yeah. today? After talking with Nicole, it seemed like that was really all that was on anyone's mind was booze. So and fair <laughs> enough. It's a hard life being rich and famous it's tough man your whole life is out there you can't do anything on your own the paparazzi is always watching you <laughs> you don't know what it's like being a gossip guy people <laughs> yeah tough. everyone's following us what's our adjective aaron like <laughs> i don't want it we have to we're not ready <laughs> i don't the ones that came to mind were not flattering for myself so i don't want <laughs> um it's just annoying that's all we are um but no we can loud loud there we go um 
I mean, your yours would yours just be worst? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm just wandering, and I'm like not even in the photo. Like, <laughs> you're, you're like walking off the photo. You're wondering. Yeah. Yeah, I'm wondering, wandering, I'm doing all the things. Yeah. Uh, so Monica or Monet, excuse me, might be might be our sitting queen at the start or she's the one eyeing it or wants it the most. Mm-hmm. Maybe we have a power vacuum to start. Uh, but who do we got next? We have Luna La. And what's style. her style? Ooh, uh, which it's interesting. She gets style, but her photo is the one of just her face. So, I mean, we see the earrings. They're yeah, clearly stylish. Very, like, yeah, and very just a well, like a plain kind of dress thing. And a, yeah. Does she? Oh, oh, yeah. I guess when you click on it, you get to see a sort of a the shift. I would say is that what it's called? I don't know. I made that up. I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, I guess it. now I need to be clicking on these because the photo is bigger. Like I see a lot more on uh, Power Power Girl now. Um, but yeah, it seemed like because I I th- I agreed with you that Julian seemed like more, more style, the fashionista yeah. than style Luna. But maybe maybe this is maybe where it's what they want. Yes, exactly. Maybe that's it's what they don't have right now, or what they think is their gift, or their sort of it's their arc, right? Maybe that's mm-hmm. th- that make that would make a lot more sense with Luna. I like that. That's that's what they want or or need. Um, and let's, okay, let's move, uh, up to Max Wolf freedom. Oh, so the, okay. He, he, he has the sort of, he, he feels the like the of, Nate. He's the Nate, the Nate. I was going to say there's a sort of a Chuck vibe. Cause that suit seems more Chuck. It seems more old school and more bold. Nate, Nate doesn't need to make bold fashion statements. Cause when you look like Chase Crawford, you just wear whatever you want. Uh, and I feel like he's more of a, I mean, he still rocks it, but I think he's more traditional in his, fa- in his fashion sense. Um, but at the same time, if his name is Freedom, I mean, this outfit seems like a guy who has it, but maybe, you know, it's not what we, what it seems on the Upper East Side, right? Or, or maybe- I mean, there's gotta be, there's always gotta be someone that's unhappy with the life, right? And that was so Nate. That, yeah, so Th- that, that could that be him. Sense. Yeah. So like, that's what you mean by Freedom. It also, I mean, I- have no idea but it could also mean that like he wants to come out and hasn't yet or something like that or he needs freedom from a relationship or his family or i mean i don't think they're in jobs already but like it kind of feels like to be a a job to be on the upper east side even when you're 15 or i mean these people look 23 but uh but that's 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 our favorite tradition um all right next up we have audrey hope grace Grace. Grace is tough. I don't know. I yeah, mean, this is the most vague one. Like, yeah. do you, she wants grace. I mean, she's, sort of, I don't know if you can have grace at 16, 17. Yeah. Grace sort of comes with age. I, yeah. I think it's like wisdom. I think mm-hmm. I, I, I buy that. Like, like who has grace on the original show? I don't think grace doesn't seem like a characteristic. Yeah. I mean, I think you could say that Lily sometimes has grace in her sort of uh, being like her socialite stuff, but normally she's a disaster. So, um, yeah, I don't think like, yeah, most uh, maybe Eleanor. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, Eleanor. Yes. Yeah, I think, Eleanor I think, has. Uh, no, I don't know. I know nobody like, I mean, it's just not a graceful, like that's not the the thing most people are looking for or want. So it's an interesting, if that's the desire to have grace, then maybe it's, she's a fuck up. 
you know, she's a mess and she wants like grace to me feels like more like, I mean, grace has religious overtones, but I don't think that's what we're going for. I think it's more. Yeah, but it's, it's a uh, uh, saving not, grace. I, I, you know, some uh, decorum, you know, someone who has, has class, you know, maybe. Someone. Okay. So you think she's the one on the come up? She's the Dan. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. I, I mean, know. I think, I think, yeah, maybe that she sort of wants some order. Maybe her life has been chaos and, and grace, I think sort of does feel a little bit, I mean, it's a very artsy way to say order. Like it's a much, it sounds a lot nicer than order. Um, but, or maybe she just wants to be a dancer, you know, maybe we're over like Audrey Hepburn <laughs> had grace. Yes. You know? Well, uh, and, uh, well, and that's like, I mean, we're doing some leaps there, but then that connects to Blair. But I think we already thought that she was sort of the Blair of the show anyway. Um, but that I, but that I, that's what I'm saying. I don't feel like Blair. I, she didn't want that. I mean, Grace, I think she assumed she had it, but there was nothing graceful. About no, Blair. it wasn't. No. <laughs> um, I mean, I think she would be very insulted if we said that to her. Oh, you don't have Grace. I think she'd be like. Yeah. She'd, you know, throw a drink in our face, but I think we'd still be right. That wouldn't, that would only prove um, it. <laughs> Grace Kelly, she had Grace. Like, but, oh, yeah. Um, I, I, I just, you, I, I don't think you could have Grace at, at 16, 17. I just don't. Well, well, maybe that's part of the problem. I like, that, I mean, she wants, I think maybe they all want what they can't have or, or it's just like, it's the journey, right? So like, she yeah. can't have it in episode one. But it's interesting that like Grace gave us so much to talk about. I would have thought it was the lamest one. Um, now we have Kate Keller, alliterative and ambition. Ambition. She has a nice floral arrangement behind her. Her outfit is very um, plain, sort of chaste. It, like, she, like it almost could be like a waitress. Is it a, is or a, it a funeral? It could be a funeral. Which is interesting because oh, her name is or her name. Her word is ambition, which maybe someone has died and she wants to fill the void. Or, um, but it does it does have a funeral vibe for sure. It's it's definitely more stoic and sort of intense. But like she's ambition, right? So like to me that feels more like Blair. Or I mean, obviously Dan was actually the most ambitious of all, as we found out as the show went on, and Jenny too. Um, do we do we get that those vibes for her? Do we think she's she's gunning for the throne, right? That's what yeah, that's means. and that's exactly she's gunning for the throne. And I, I I mean, it looks like they all are. I, I and but they all want to. They either are all these could all be tactics too, or sort of their ways to the throne. Yeah, um, I, I, I mean, I don't know. Freedom, I, don't know. I guess. Freedom to me could be the throne if he if it's like he wants to like cause a revolution in the Upper East Side and the only way to do it is to take over, but that will then have its own problems. Um, but yeah. Yeah, freedom, I don't know about. I, but I, I feel like the the female characters are all going in the same direction. And that'll cause conflict, of course, because um, they they their wants will be but will overlapping. It be, will, but will it be interesting? I think it will be interesting. I hope so. I hope so. Or do you don't think so? Is that the vibe I'm getting? I, yeah, I don't know. I thought it would be like, I just feel like it's the same thing. Well, I don't know. When I'm looking at these photos, it doesn't feel like the same thing. These, I mean, yes, there's still, you know, a, a bunch of, you know, blonde girls or whatever, but like, um, I don't know, they just all look different. And I, it seems like they're definitely, I mean, they're maybe even trying harder. I'm not sure if that's the right 
word. They all look but, different. They're all, but I, I feel like if they're all after the same thing, it's just going to be the same story. Well, but isn't that, I mean, isn't that almost every, like you love the power hungry story that like power corrupts. And I mean, we do as a society, I mean, that's, that's game of Thrones. It was gossip girl. Although, you know, obviously there's many in succession. There's so many different ways to tell it. Um, but and I, I mean, feel, I feel like yeah. it's being told it, it, this makes me feel like it's going to be told the exact same way. We'll, we'll see. Just, I, 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 yeah. and I don't, I don't think just because there's more diversity makes it a, a different show. I feel right. Like, I mean, I, cause then know. it's just a, then it's just like uh, making oceans eight, you know, with all yeah. women and it's not yeah. like, it's not anything different. It's just sort of like, no, we should just make a, an action movie with eight women in it and not be using the man title basically. Like it has um, that same feeling where the girls are in this world that nobody else is because the, the guys weren't after, you know, um, Stat queen status or king status, they weren't really after that. I mean, if you find out the end, Dan kind of was, yeah, Dan was. Well, Chuck, Chuck was only as sort of a turn on for Blair, and then also he I was think more he, he into did, himself, he was more in it for he wanted himself, to, yeah, he wanted just the power, he just wanted to be successful, like his dad, you know, quote unquote, successful. Um, yeah. but I mean, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I'm sort of intrigued by the 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 power word, the statement word that they're getting. I, I I'm getting a slightly different vibe. I think it obviously will still be a bunch of shitty kids fighting for you know fighting each other for you know however many seasons we get. But hopefully, it will be different. Uh, you know, and, but like also part of the show did work obviously. So like I imagine, you know, especially if you're getting Josh Safran back. They weren't trying to, you know, reinvent the wheel here, but, you know, I would, yeah, I hope we're not just watching the same show, but yeah, with different actors, I just, I but I, we'll see. Uh, here's uh, the already the, I think the fan favorite, like in terms of, he has the most retweets and I think, it, oh, actually maybe Monet does looking at it. Um, but this is uh, Aquino Aki Menzies. Wait, I think name? we skipped one. Did we skip one? What about Otto? I feel like we skipped Otto. Um, Otto's at the end on on Twitter. Oh, oh, on Instagram he's the. Okay. Oh, they mixed up the order. Ooh. 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 <laughs> See, see, you gotta watch out. You gotta look at everything. <laughs> um, Aquino, Aki, Menzies, Innocence, Innocence, and it's interesting because like when like the, he seems like the rebel, like he has pink hair. He looks different, whatever. Uh, he has like the skater vibe. Isn't he a professional skateboarder anyway? Yes. So yeah. like that seems like the exact opposite, but maybe that's the thing. He wish he wishes he had innocence or he wishes he could he could turn back when he lost it, you know? He wishes he could be 17 again. Ooh, you gotta look for <laughs> there we go. We did it. <laughs> you did it. I think, but that that to me feels that feels accurate. Um all right, uh, let's go with Zoya Lot perspective Ooh. Ooh, is she gossip girl is she the outside one looking at all of them oh interesting is she the omniscient narrator or is she the are yeah like a clue into the that we are getting different perspective on this show perhaps uh i mean one can hope i like her name zoya a lot 
Although when you say it like that, it sounds, I like her name a lot. Uh, um, but yeah, she's also at a bar. So like she has drinks. So I don't know. That's not the best way for perspective. I mean, it's fun. I mean, but... you, it's, you, it's a, it's one way. Yeah. It, so is, you gotta, it is one way. It's got to try see if it works. Yeah. She's the only one with a, you know, alcohol in her photo. So that's, uh, that's interesting. Um, but yeah, she perspective. Yeah. Perspective. Interesting. I guess that would be sort of the Dan or, you know, a, the good version of Vanessa, uh, would be that, but you know, like Vanessa's mom, you know, when she's always touting advice, give me some perspective. Um, or she's getting perspective yeah. where she's seen the reality of her family falling apart and she's seen the reality of her friends fighting for steps and she doesn't want it. Yeah. Or she sees it and wants to go at it a different way. Um, or perspective is the name of the drug in the Upper East Side. Perspective. Um, it sounds, I mean, all these could be perfumes yeah. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They yeah. all just have different fashion very, lines. Very vague lawyer uh, answers is what we got. Yeah, for this yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, but we're having fun with them. Uh, all right, last up, our boy already mentioned Otto Obi Bergman the fourth. Wow. Privilege. Yeah, I think he's the Chuck. He sounds like the yeah, Chuck. Yeah, you're right. He does sound like the Chuck. He gets he's the fourth in a line. He gets a you know the full long name and he and he's even called Obi. You know, he gets the pet name, so yeah. he definitely is in the shadow probably of his father or grandfather or great grandfather, all three. Now, is um, that is that um uh, like is that uh, Obi Wan Kenobi? Is that what the the nickname's for? Ooh, Obi. Well, I mean, it's it's slightly different spelling. We get the E on the end, but you know, the E is at, also at the end of privilege. So you know, whatever. Uh, I maybe you know. I, I don't do you know. think he's? I don't think he's a mentor, but he does. He has privilege. So I mean, he definitely to me when you look at him, it's like okay, there's the white privilege character that we're gonna you know there's clearly more of them on the on the show but like he's the he's the one he he i think he's the one who has his family is the bass family for sure that that feels accurate um but does but or or did we because i mean we were saying that this is what they want is there a weird way that that's that is what he wants and he doesn't have it like could his family have been shamed are we are we looking at the the archibalds maybe maybe um and that like um, you know his his dad was a piece of shit so now he has to so he wants privilege again you know uh he wants to make the bergman family great again uh like <laughs> yeah man I, we all want we all want that we all want to be back on top man back in the high life again you know you don't know what it's like going from first class to coach it's not great would you rather just always be in coach than that I think it's better not to know. Yeah. I mean, that's sort of where most of us live. Right. And that's why we watch gossip girls. So we can imagine it, <laughs> I guess, which is just sad to me. I mean... uh, <laughs> uh, but anyway, on that, on that note, who's your, who's your favorite character? Who's going to be your favorite character? Who's going to be my favorite. Um, I think I'm going to like Kate Keller. She seems dark, mysterious. She does. She and she's looking directly like right, right, right at you. Eyes. Yeah. Trying to get into your soul. Trying to take it out of you. We'll see. 
I'm, I, I think I'm going to keep on my Julian Calloway train. Like I just, that was the vi- That was the, I had a gut feeling about her from the beginning. So we'll see, see where that goes. Um, but anyway, all right. That was spotted. And we're all better for it. <laughs> and are we better for 17 again? Aaron, tell me, are you better? Am I better for it? <sighs> I don't know. Here's the thing. <laughs> Here's the thing, the uh, there there are lessons in there, and and I get them, and I think that's the thing. This movie isn't for me. I already know these lessons, and I, it is probably a very enjoyable movie for teenagers. Um, well, no, like I don't think the movie, like I don't think you have to know these lessons or don't know, like the lessons aren't even like I mean, there's some where it's just like what they need to remove this whole storyline, the stuff with uh, the principal and Ned is so fucked up like it's just like net thomas lennon's great right and he like yeah. i like him as the nerd he has all these fun things and back in 2009 it was before star wars was completely you know everywhere it was it felt a little bit more unique yeah. but like you know he has all the you know he likes all the different yeah. things it made the house a really cool setup for a party and also for their fight when he finds out but then he is just really creepy and awful to the principal who is Jan from the office who we had in uh, the, drive the second drive through. Yeah. yeah. So look at her. I, this is a step up for her for sure. But her character, I don't know her care. Like, because I, I really didn't have a problem with it. I didn't, it was, it, what do you it mean? Funny. He's it wasn't terrible. It wasn't he's like funny. And he's just, yeah, he was just, uh, I, it wasn't a good movie. So I, I didn't really have an issue with another bad plot. But it's not that it's bad. It's that it's problematic. It's that, you know, he's sort of the way he's wooing and basically forcing himself on her. And then he like sort of blackmails her about the laptop. And then she agrees because she feels like she has to. And then all it takes is for her to realize that they like the same things that she just forgets everything. It was a lot easier in 2009. It wasn't that we people, you know, people writing this might have thought that, but it wasn't. Uh, and, and yeah, that, that to me, that storyline, cause the, the obstacle was enough was, you know, that she wouldn't date the parents of students. That was the only obstacle we need. We needed for the stupid B plot. But then it was just like, yeah. cause I knew exactly like the moment that like, cause it, the movie that this is, I knew that they were going to end up together. And that was just like watching a, uh, you know, a me too, like laced car accident you know you're just like oh no i mean no. i see what you're saying but it just it it was well, so not- unfunny and so just that it, it almost works to be like oh i'll never do this maybe <laughs> yeah and it just like it just did it. it wasn't it was so unfunny that it just didn't even matter what that plot was like it that's, just i mean that's actually I, I i like that just because i like so because of how bad like if you're like, watching that, you'd never want to be Ned. I don't know. You don't, you don't um, like I, I'm telling there was, there was nothing to think about for this movie. Really? That's why I forgot watching it. And uh, so I, I didn't, I didn't feel what you're feeling because it just, I, I hope, I don't think anybody was actually seen this as a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think there, I mean, when this came out, I mean, this is basically, you know, male 13 going on 30 kind of, um and you know we've had this 
Yeah, it's like big. We've had this before. It's big. It has even Back to the Future, you know, things because of the sort of sexual undertones with him and his daughter, which is like, uh, I mean, uncomfortable, but it's uncomfortable in Back to the Future. And that's, you know, uh, I don't know. I think it sort of works in that way, but it's sort of like, how do you ever go back being a father now to the... (laughs) But I, I, here's here's the thing that that I liked, and I think that was somewhat different from Big and Thirteen Going on Thirty. This was uh, the 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 idea of helping his kids uh, to. So it's the idea of helping others to help yourself. You know, to to find yes. when you help others, you'll you'll find the light in in yourself, and and you'll you'll come to you know the thoughts that you need. And I like that, you know, Big was about himself and 13 One Other is about herself. This was about, you know, helping others and helping that help you. And I like that idea of it. I like that message of it. I think, I think that was the main thing. And I think that's why I sort of was paying attention because it was like, oh, okay. They are trying to do something different. I mean, they talk about him as the hero and he's very much those like asshole stunted, you know, adult, you know, man child guy. But and, and and you when you watch it, you think, oh, he's just gonna get a do do over reference to Penn Badgley to like get a you know get a basketball Second scholarship chance, yeah. this time, right? And then thank God it's nothing about that, and uh, you know it is yeah, it's it's more about getting to know his kids and realizing you know he admit he admits that he's a terrible dad and husband and person and growing from that, and, and it's done in a I think a fairly I mean, it's a very gimmicky way, but like uh, most of these scenes, I think they, except for anything with Ned is just like very unfunny, but I thought the stuff with, you know, I mean, I mean, nothing's clever really. Although I did like the Stan teardown scene in the cafeteria when he's skinning, like spinning the basketball. Yeah. That, and like, that, yeah, that was great. That was showcasing Zac Efron's talents and that's what the movie was. And that's fine. Yeah. Um, it really was sort of a showcase for him. And I came away being like, all right. I'm, I'm impressed. Like, cause he does, I think he does carry this movie that really didn't deserve as much as he gave it, you know? Um, which is, yeah. Cause like, I, when you say you want to watch a Matthew Perry movie, I don't know if I do anymore. I mean, which is sad, but like, I mean, I would love to see him go indie gritty, like get a Paul Thomas Anderson, you know, get it. What's a punch drunk love Matthew Perry. Like that's what we need. Um, but like the sort of, sad Ben Affleck way back movie for Matthew Perry. Great movie. Perry. <laughs> Great movie. Like that's, that's what you want. You just want to see all of your, your favorites, like, which is, that's sort of, it's funny because he becomes a basketball coach. So it almost like <laughs> has the same arc. <laughs> that's great. Um, but yeah, I, I think the, the, the problem is that the end is, you know, oh, I wasn't getting a do-over on my life. I needed to get a do-over on you, which, A, you don't just get by saying that. But it, but he did sort of learn. But I, I think person. that's the thing. But, that's the thing. If he just said that, like, did I, I don't. I don't know if he had. Did he need to be 17 again to still realize he was in love with his wife? Well, that's what it kind of. And I was like. Why didn't you just well, tell in her this that? movie? Yes. In this movie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't you just tell her that, you know, well, when cause, he, cause he didn't know, cause he blamed her for his life. You know, he, he was this great hero because he gave up his basketball career to marry her when she was pregnant. And, and that's something he didn't have to do even being a good person or, or being the right, like being a, a good man doesn't mean doing that. 
because like sacrificing your unhappiness or sorry, your happiness and just being miserable the whole time. And basically using that he's holding it over her head, right? Yeah. Like, Oh, I married you. Like I gave you a, did a favor. I think Leslie Mann uses that. And like, to like, that's a horrible bedrock of a, a relationship. And so he did need to see that. But the problem is for me, it's just like, I'm glad he had that lesson, but I still don't want to see them get back together. And, and, and I think also this, we do get a sex ed, you know, scene that I think is uh, pretty funny or effective, you know, Zach Efron basically making everyone not want to have condoms, but then yeah, also all want to have sex with him, you know, uh, it's a, and then Stan being the biggest, like he is the worst person <laughs> on the planet. Yeah. Uh, you know, a, a weeds, weeds guy, that guy. Yes. Um, Hunter Parrish. Yeah. Hunter Parrish. Yes. Great, great name drop. Good tattoos uh, in this movie. But like, I, I know it's not that type of movie, but like, I mean, I think Lily and I, our first thing when we, you know, we're talking about it, it was like, of course, there's no mention or possibility of an abortion in this story. I know that's not the story, but it's like, it's not even, there's no writer. Like, I'm not talking about the politics of it or anything. It's just like, that probably was the right move for that couple. And it wasn't even a thing. It was more like, oh, I have to quit my basketball dreams to have a kid and, and get married. And that's sort of seen as this, even in the, the happy ending of this, that's seen as an honorable, great thing because they were in love. And it's like, I, that doesn't feel right because I don't think it's e true. even even that you, you I mean the yeah the, the uh, abortion's an option but even that the other option is still you know getting the scholarship and and going to college and you could you know you guys can get an apartment together and you guys can live together I mean there are other right. ways to do it you know you can right. still and, have and a did, future I yeah and, and I talked about that with like Lily too because I was just like you know I obviously she was going through a rough time but it's just like it It'd be, I mean, this, and this was probably the, the dude in me being like, could you just, you know, wait until after the game to come by? Uh, and then, and then I think it would have been, it would have been a healthier way to go about it. But she did say like, oh, I didn't want you to see me, blah, blah, blah. But we need to have that for the movie to happen. But yeah, it's sort of like, oh, I run to you. I, I find the truth. And it's just like, that could be your moment of inspiration to be like, oh, okay. You know, this is, it's game time. This basketball scholarship has never meant more. Yeah. Not, this is uh, like, okay. It's exactly this, what I thought. And like, I, it just didn't make sense. But the, but the thing is he was 17. Right. And he, he's an idiot. You know, we're, we're, when we're idiots now, yeah. like we're <laughs> even bigger idiots when we're 17. Um, and he thought he, he saw so many movies and it's the guy chasing the girl and, you know, and proposing that scene as the happy ending. So that's what he ran toward. And it was, and, and that movie there's, it was kind of in here of like learning that, oh no, you know, go, doing something to be the hero is not like, that's not heroic actually. I mean, it's selfish. And, and then he obviously is holding it over her head for their entire life. Um, but yeah, I think he's been, you know, we've all been sort of brainwashed in terms of thinking that that's the heroic move. And in this scenario, no, the, the heroic thing was being like, let's talk about this later. Let me kick ass in this basketball game together and we'll figure it out together. Like we don't have to make this like this moment. We don't have to make the decision right now. Yeah, and it's and, like, and, but no, that's the thing. When you're 17. Like when you're 17, that's the thing. Where was his, his, his ego? See, I think I could because his ego should have said, we're going to have a kid. And I'm going to be the greatest basketball player. And he goes, wins the game and gets and takes scholarship. And and then you see him in college. And right. And then he'd probably become an asshole then. But like at least. Yeah, no, that does sort of feel more like what he was. But I think it was. 
Right. Yeah. Like, cause he's like, Oh, I can have it all. You know, I already have the kid, you know, like I have the basketball scholarship, but maybe, and maybe this is the truth of the character. We don't really get it in, but it's just like, maybe basketball never was his thing. Although it seems like it's his thing. Right. Yeah, it seems so like, like thing. the thing you, you always follow your thing, you know, no matter what, um, because that's better for all relationships in your life. If you're not following your thing, you're going to be taking it out on other people. Yeah, it's called resentment. Um, without, you know, subconsciously or unconsciously, you might not even know. But like, <sighs> yeah. But yeah. like, so I think this conversation, I think is interesting. And I think the movie dances around it like a nice Zef Zach Afron number. But it, <laughs> it like, it sort of doesn't, it doesn't work. And then the other problematic element about Ned and stuff sort of made it worse. So it's like, I think it wanted to be, to be talking about these things. But of course, that's my, that's what I feel like it's my job to do. To do. Yeah. I don't think it, it's not, it's, it's not, not a fun, it's not. it's not a fun teen movie if we talk about those things. Right. And, but yeah. I mean, it has some of those fun teen movies. And I think the kids are part of it. I think this is a, I, I thought it was a good Michelle Trachtenberg. I really enjoyed her freaking out and like going goo goo over Zach Efron, you know, who was her dad and seeing that play off. I thought they had good chemistry from that scenario and also her being the sort of bad girl with stan and basically being a horrible sister too can you imagine like dating someone who's just beating the shit out of your brother <laughs> like yeah no she was great she was great i mean for her four scenes that she was in yeah she was good i loved that i she did had laugh. more than that i i, I did i did laugh and um and when they're when they had the ice cream in the beginning and she's got the headphones and she's not plugged in anything that yeah, made yeah. That was it. I, I mean, and I, and that was the classic. I mean, we've seen that scene so many times yeah. of like, oh yeah, this is where I like to go when I was eight and it shows, oh, okay. Yeah. That was the last time you paid attention, dad. Um, <sighs> dads. <laughs> Do you want to talk about dads? <laughs> no. Um, yeah. I, oh, did you like that? He called his, uh, <laughs> his wife scar, like, <laughs> Like the, that's the nickname. I, I, yeah, I, yeah. Come, I mean, I it, guess that's it, all they came up with. I, no, there was not a lot of thought put into this movie. You don't know how disappointed I am with this movie. All right. Well, I do. But like, but also like, I don't know. It's weird what movies disappoint you and that you can't get over it. And then the movies that are clearly bad, like savages, you can get all into it. Like, so I, I don't, I, I feel like I'm sort of the same every time. Like I'm always trying to get into it. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I'm not trying to, I'm like wondering what, what do you think it was? I, I think it was just all of it. I think it was it, it, the, the story, uh, you, you know, I've felt, uh, the same again. Um, you know, cause it's 17 again. I don't, I, I just, <laughs> I don't want to go back to 17. So, and I, I don't think, and I, I, I don't know. Zach Efron's great, but I don't really need to see him dancing i don't know it just didn't i i don't see me watching this again well, and I mean, also neither Bruce am Ste i like Bruce steer <laughs> like have you seen igby goes down i have not i don't know how the same person directed those two movies these two movies igby goes down if you haven't seen it you need to see it classic um is it, that it's a, a future meal in a movie it, it will be yes it will be oh, uh it's a uh, you know kieran colkin and he is this kind of like you know young privileged kid and he's dealing with everything it's almost this kind of like new take on catcher in the rye almost and it's this great film and then 
I get it. I understand. Someone offered you money to to make 17 again. And what are you going to do? It's Zac Efron. He's the biggest star in 2009. You've got <laughs> Matthew Perry. I, I just don't know where anybody was like, let's make this a good movie. Because I don't think they tried. I, I think everyone tries. I think everyone is trying to make a good movie. I don't think they went out to to try and make a shitty movie. And I think the seeds, like we're talking about, the seeds are there. Uh, and I think, and and I think a little bit this premise seems more sort of dated and samey now than it did in in two thousand nine. Because I think since then we've seen a lot of these like, you know, even I think Freaky Friday was around the same time. The like remake or reboot, yeah, or whatever you want to call it with Lindsay Lohan. But like. I, I think there's just been so many more like sort of time travel things. And I mean, even in 20, like 2020, there's been a bunch like Palm Springs. And then there's like going to be this one called the map of tiny, perfect things, which I think you will like Aaron and the, the audience will like, um, did you ever see vice versa? Vice versa. No. Oh man. It's um Fred Savage and, <laughs> and judge Reinhold and judge Reinhold plays a dad and, and they switch, they switch body. It's great. Ah, so yeah. Another, another classic scenario. I mean, yeah, and they're sort yeah. of like it, we've seen that in sitcoms too. Like, I feel like it's in a Sabrina, the teenage witch, like yeah. every episode or something. Uh, and even like, I think Buffy, they like, I don't know. People like play the body switching thing. That's like uh, one of the biggest tropes. So like, yeah, it's, it wasn't the most unique one thing in 2009. But I feel like it even feels even more now, but like, I don't know. It does have, I don't know. Like, I, I think I was able to enjoy it for a, like the cast was for the most part, pretty good. Like yeah, I was very u- upset with Thomas Lennon's character and like what we, cause like you said, it was just, it was just terrible to watch. I don't think everything, I think it, I get the sense that everything was like that for you, but I sort of enjoyed Zach Efron turning into, you know, doing the Penn Badgley neurotic Matthew Perry thing. And I thought like, it was, it was weird seeing him do it, but I thought he did it very well. And that's to me is like why the movie works. It's Zach Efron. And, and I guess I just liked him more than you. Um, and that's, I think fine. Yeah, um, no, I did not feel Zach Efron was doing Matthew Perry. I think I would have enjoyed it more if I felt that. Well, no, I don't think he was doing it. I just like the neur- the neurotic rants that he went on were sort of what I imagine Matthew Perry. I mean, that is sort of Matthew Perry Chandler. That is sort of that, um, that sort of energy. I, he wasn't, uh, you know, mimicking him or something. And I'm glad he wasn't. I do think that it was bad casting. Like Matthew Perry, there's no, what world is Zac Efron going to grow up and be Matthew Perry? <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I mean, and I don't mean- oh, That's what happens. Like, that's what happens. You, you, you don't know, man. Well, uh... That's true. You, Maybe you get married, 2000- you have two kids and you end up from Zach in front of that's exactly that's what happened. That's true. And I guess that I mean, I think that is the that's part of the it's joke. What happened. Like- it's, yeah, it's what happened. It's what happened to Johnny Lawrence and Cobra Kai. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're, you're all on top. And he you know, he that's what he talks about. And then you you lose it. You lose it all. Uh, and you're just hoping for the glory days again. Yeah. The, oh, to be. God. Sounds awful. Well, and and I, like and in that perspective, I'm like really glad I didn't like ever. I was never that the Stan or See, the. I, no, the I, I think no. I was thinking about that too. I I think if if you know we were the guys that like got all the girls in high school, and then yeah, we didn't hit our peak. Like these guys hit their peak in high school, and then it just drops. You know, like he. I I think that was 
that's why he chose the girl because his whole life was getting girls at 17. So he didn't want to lose that. I think that's part of it. Or maybe he knew that this was his peak. So grab onto the girl that loves him now because it's only going downhill from there. And that was some inner thing that he doesn't actually deal with in this movie, but like he does sort of reckon with it when he is Zac Efron again, when he says like, yeah, this was my peak, you know, and looking at the photo and wanting to go back. And then, yeah. Uh, And like, it's like how everybody almost recognized him, but they didn't. And it's like, come on, (laughs) you knew him when he was 17. He looks like, you know, like, yeah, Yeah, I didn't buy buy the fight with him and Ned for that long. Yeah, no, for that long. I I liked it at the beginning because he sort of started with like, Ned, like, and he freaked him out. So he has like, you know, guns, you know, raised or whatever weapons, nerf weapons or whatever. Lightsaber, the blaster. Yeah, yeah, everything. Uh, And I think, I mean, I'm willing to like allow it because we want that set piece. Right. And I mean, it wasn't. It could have been way better, I think, given like all the shit that we saw in that place. Like, I think if we had had like, uh, I mean, I don't know why I'm saying John Favreau because I'm not saying that I'm not a a huge Mandalorian stan or anything. I, but like, I'm I'm finally at the good part of season two. Uh, but like, I, I just like I think there'd be more imagination or more like there could be cooler shit in there. Yeah, um, I, I think it was just for the gimmick and just right. You know, and but like I, that's why I allow it because it's like yeah, okay. But yeah, when and but I, but Leslie Mann like should definitely know, but she does. Yeah, and we get to she see does. her. We get that feeling of it. It's like yeah, and then like are we rooting for them to kiss? Like it's sort of weird and uncomfortable. Like they're like yeah, uh, but like that I think is the good weird and uncomfortable that you want want to like you're like oh god I can't turn away like what is actually gonna happen? I mean you know what's gonna happen, but like I didn't I didn't know how far it was gonna go with Zac Efron and Leslie Mann, you know, uh, how far, cause like they were going really far with Ned and the principal. So I was like, okay, are we going to be really weird with them? Um, and they, you know, there was just a they kiss far enough. Yeah. And then I, it's like you said, everybody's going to fall. Who is going to fall in love with Zac Efron? Who's not going to fall in love with it? Leslie Mann, uh, in this scenario. I don't know. She, she designed a great backyard. <laughs> I know you're probably not a fan of Leslie Mann. That's my guess. I'm not a big fan. She's fine. Doesn't really do anything for me. She's like the same kind of like whiny character all the time. I guess I could see that. Um, I think I like really liked her when younger and it, it, like in the sort of heyday of Judd Apatow films. And obviously she's his wife, but like, I didn't know that when I was watching them. Um, but maybe since knowing it, I'm like, eh, no, I don't know. Um, but I think you're right. Like, I think we sort of, this is the Leslie Mann role, but I think yeah, she, she plays that like wife plays. The, I mean, since like, you know, cable guy that like girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's, well, I think, uh, I think she's talented, so I'd like to see more, but we're, yeah, this isn't a Leslie Mann podcast. Let's, let's, uh, mm-hmm. let's, let's bring it home on Maggie, Michelle Trachtenberg, uh, where like this one, where is this in her Canon, right? This is post Buffy. Post Buffy, and that's I was and post uh, Euro Trip, and that's what I was thinking. I was like, man, she's young. She's been young for a long time, right? Yeah, like, well, that's what happens when you're a child actor, right? It's like Taylor Momsen too. It's just like, yeah, Harriet the Spy was at the turn of the century or whatever, ninety eight or (laughs) something, and it's just like, yeah, she's playing high schoolers for fifteen years. uh, Yeah, seems like, which that to me, I like if I had to ask her a question, I'd be like, sort of like. I feel like child actors 
more than anyone would feel something weird when they are in movies like this, you know, 17 again, you know, the, the notion, or they, maybe they would now, you know, they, maybe they probably not maybe when they're now in as, yeah. I, I mean, I think as, as older, maybe, but I don't think then, I think then she was still, you know, doing these, she's still t- young enough to do these teen movies. So that's right. what and I it, think. Yeah. There was no... kind of keep going, you know, and then it's like, you're on gossip girl now and it's a teen, you're a teen. You can still play a teen. As long as you can still play a teen, I guess you play a teen. Right. I, well, and, but I think that's the leap that it's really hard for, you know, child and teen stars to make, you know, not everyone can go to adult star. And, and I think it's yeah. actually, it's a very good parallel of, the Zac Efron peak, right? And, and and I think in 2009 we didn't know that if he had reached his peak yet. And I think I think in the last 10 years we've we've established that he has longevity and that he has made it past, right? Um, but not yeah. many people do. But I think that was an interesting angle on this of like sort of him playing a perhaps future version of himself if, if, if the Hollywood thing doesn't go wrong. And that's sort of what child stars are sort of hitting your peak when you're really young. It almost feels like that. Like, you know, like it would be so cool to have been Harry Potter when you're 10, I think. But then it's also like, what the fuck do I do after that? And also you were 10 years old growing up to be Harry Potter or, you know, or whatever the scenario is. It, it, it is like being the, the king of high school or whatever. You're the king of Hollywood. That's even bigger, right? Like yeah. and how and it's it amazing ruins that, you. Yeah, it's amazing that not every single person is ruined. And like Daniel Radcliffe in that example almost did get ruined, but now he's great doing weird, quirky movies, and I love it. And I'm really like it, it's just like it's really sad the other way because that's the one. And and most of them aren't really big noisy ones where like you know they overdose or they are addicts. Most of them just disappear, right? And they never get work again. And they're, you know, and, but like, maybe that's fine. You know, like you could be the, what if you just were Harry Potter and then you became a plumber? Like, why not? You know, if that's what you really wanted to do, like, cause that's the, that's the thing it does give you. If you have the maturity is to see that now you have freedom. Cause now you can just do whatever you want with your life because you have that, that money. But then I don't know. It's, it's hard to think clearly when you have that money. Um, yeah, it is. But anyway, but I think that would have been cool like because Matthew Perry wasn't a child star. So I think hiring a, a sort of a, a Ralph Macchio, like Macchio guy as the, the dad, you know, would have been maybe better because he does have that scenario. So we have a child star playing an old burned out child star almost would be kind of another fun angle. But, you know, Matthew yeah, Perry. But that's like, yeah, Matthew Perry is Matthew Perry. You know, he's. Right. And he has that baggage there. And that's why he was yeah. cast. And I think he also was like using it, hopefully, as a comeback. But I think he's now out of the woods for right now. Like, I think he's sober. Um, I hope so. I'd like to yeah. see Matthew Perry again. Yeah. No, I mean, I like the show Go On, you know, I would. Yeah, still, yeah. I've still, you know, of the he's always been my favorite. You know, I think I, I love Studio do. 60. Great show. And yeah. And that's the thing. I feel like he did, he did actually find a great show, but unlike, uh, um, like Julia Louis-Dreyfus, like she was in, she found multiple, but they also got hit, you know, they, they hit on it, you yeah. know, people watch the show, but like Studio 60 was just canceled too early. And like, you know, people will probably still say like, oh, he just hasn't been anything good. And it's like, no, he was just, no one watched it. That's almost worse. <laughs> um, and it was a Sorkin one, right? So it's just yeah. like, like it was the once and now Sorkin just can do anything he wants. Uh, 
and it was in, it was just like this one all because of 30 rock um that's what killed it uh which i it sh- we should live in a world where we can have both of those um but you know i think now well, we could we? yeah we could we can now but yeah. back then there was only like we didn't have the ability to i don't think There's we do have the much. ability to to have a yeah. hundred million channels in our head but we try and it's almost stressful but like back then we just weren't even going to try it it was just like oh no two shows that are somewhat dip- the same no <laughs> i'm out well one's an hour one's a half hour come on guys right and and, and we got yeah. one's a drama one's a comedy they're so different um and it's like obviously enough there um, but anyway, I, I don't know. I feel like we've had a nice rambling 17 again conversation. We have, we have, this is good. Um, um, I think, I think we're going to, we're going to dial it back now. We're going to go back into the past of Michelle when it's so early, like on the come up, but I think we will be looking like to see where, where do we go from here? You know, our favorite way, words to say on the career of Michelle, but I think we have to, we have to go back before we can go forward. Right. Yes. Yeah. We got to We got to look at the past and, go through it and we got to look at it like we're Harriet the spy and see the clues, see the clues. All right. We will bring our magnifying glasses next week. Harriet the spy is happening. Shit. Do you remember what it's streaming on? Uh, Was it Tubi? Tubi, I think. Tubi TV. All right. I think hopefully that's it. If not, we will put it in the show notes for you. Um, And yeah, join us. Won't you? As we track Trachtenberg. Until next time. Oh, wait. No, we got to do social media, Aaron. <laughs> no. Aaron, um, all we? right. Let me tell you where we, you can find us, guys. You can find us at Gossip Guys Pod. That's Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can email us at gossipguyspodcastgmail.com. Uh, ask any questions. Are there any other Trachtenberg movies you want to see? Um, and then uh, rate, subscribe. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Deezer, Deezer. Uh, in right. <laughs> uh, oh, you can find me at the worst. That is the W U R S S T. And Andy, where can they find you? I'm at Wandering Green, Green with an E at the end. That's on Twitter and Instagram. And yeah, until next time, XOXO, Gossip, Gossip Guys. guys.